with sound. Alright. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch with Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're going to be doing the new movie Godzilla vs. Kong, directed by Adam Wingard, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, Shun Ogori, and Isa Gonzalez. This is a pretty new film. Uh, it just recently came out on HBO Max and in a, and, and a select few theaters. Um, so just a little warning now, this is going to be a spoiler-filled review and talk. So if you want to watch the movie and come back later, you could do that. If you want to spoil it for yourself for whatever reason, you could do that as well. But I, I highly, highly go against that because it's a really fun film, really great film in my opinion. Um, but saying that, Carmela, what did you think of Godzilla vs. Kong? What was your expectations? What was your context? You know, all that stuff. Um, so my only context for this movie was that it was Godzilla fighting King Kong. It was the continuation of this, like, franchise. I had not, like, seen a movie in in a while. I think I only saw, like, the first Godzilla movie where he doesn't even really show up on screen. Um, He's there for, like, ten minutes, like, all together. I think they, like, calculated he was, like, there for, like, ten minutes. And it came out, like so long ago like 2017 i think um i think it's 2014 2014 oh my god okay yeah and then i found out through a twitter thread that josh was obsessed with godzilla (laughs) (laughs) through a twitter thread I thought you were like saying someone else's too. I thought you I didn't know you were talking about me. But it's, go on, it's go on, you. Go on. It was all you. And um then I was intrigued. Um so yeah. So then I watched it and I was very surprised and I'm pleased to say that I actually really enjoyed it. Um it was, you know, everything you probably wanted out of a movie named Godzilla vs. Kong. You had some really great fight scenes. Also, the CGI was pretty good so that you could actually see what was going on. Um, unlike, you know, some movies like Transformers, for example. Am I looking at you, Michael Bay? Um, anyways, it was, like, action-packed. It The human story was, like, pretty decent. It was, like, fine. I'm not going to say it was good. It was completely fine. It didn't bother me. Um, but most of all, I like how it just mainly focused on the monsters fighting. So it was, that was the best part. The movie knew what it was and it gave the people what they wanted. Um, so yeah, we'll talk more deeply into it, but Joshua, what was the context for this movie for you? And what did you think of it? Okay. So I'll start off by saying that apparently this film is a pandemic box office record breaker. Um, most successful launch within like HBO Max's streaming history. Um, but when I saw that this was coming out, I was very, very like in the middle of it just cause like I'm a fan of Godzilla, uh, not so much King Kong. And I was like, oh, like I don't understand why this is a thing. Cause it's obvious that Godzilla would win in any capacity, like honestly. And that's why I started tweeting about like before I watched the movie, I tweeted about it, which is why Carmela saw it. And it's just a rant about me like saying like how in any world would King Kong win against Godzilla? You just hate Godzilla King has Kong. range, Godzilla has strength. <laughs> and like honestly, the times that King Kong has died was because of white women. I mean, come on. 
his only white his only weakness like i feel like it's very easy just put him in front of like a woman and mm, mm-hmm, gone mm-hmm. dunzos he's good mm-hmm, he's dunzos mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah so i went on that rant whatever whatever and then i watched the film and i was like <laughs> i was kind of like making fun of king kong as the film was going on but at the same time i was still trying to hold those like that those judgments because like i didn't want to have like this giant bias for godzilla make me not like the movie so i was like kind of like oh haha king kong's gonna beat up but i wasn't like he should lose right here or he should die right here i was just kind of like okay we'll see what happens next or whatever um but like seeing it i was like wow this is really really good like it had a good way of telling its story it even included like past movies like containing that lore into this lore and strengthening that story in that way um it even like used this like the story building within its own movie like um, just like having these little tidbits that would affect the ending of the movie as well. Honestly, it was really fun too. Like just seeing these two monsters like jab at each other, like punch each other, <laughs> and have like a like an actual human fight at some point. And then like, of course, the powers come in. But man, it was a really fun film. I had like a lot of fun with it. It was so fun and great. Like I just loved it so much. I watched it twice already. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really great. And I'm not obsessed. I'm like a, I'm like a passing fan of Godzilla. Like I wouldn't know any trivia. I just know like some bits and pieces here and there. Um, but I'm not like obsessed. I'm just like a, a passing fan, like a, a kind of fan, kind of not fan. Um, but yeah, before we get even more into it, Carmela, would you like to give a little plot summary of the movie? Legends collide as Godzilla and Kong, the two most powerful forces of nature, clash on the big screen in a spectacular battle for the ages as a squadron embarks on a perilous mission into fantastic, uncharted terrain, unearthing clues to the Titan's very origins and mankind's survival, a conspiracy threatens to wipe the creatures, both good and bad, from the face of the Earth forever. Whoa! <laughs> Crazy! That was a mouthful. I'm also kind of upset. I'm kind of upset that like they have to call them titans because I guess kaiju, which is the original saying for these like giant monsters, oh, I guess is like taken I... by Pacific Rim. Yeah. So like if they like say that, it's gonna be like associated with Pacific Rim. Oh my! But like God. kaiju literally means like giant monster in English, y- which kind of sucks that we use titans. That's because it's almost like alluding to attack on titans as well yeah i was confused during the movie i was like why are they calling them titans but then i thought it was like a thing with the past movies i was like oh i don't know any of this like like naming convention that they decided to go with so i was like oh i guess they're titans now but then i was like i i don't know they they call them like alphas or apex or some shit oh apex was the name of the company but they were like they called them alphas at one point they were like the scientist lady was like, oh, two alphas can't exist together. One of them has to die or something. And I was like, huh? Right, 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 right. <laughs> they did call it that. I don't remember what they called in the previous movies. They might have said kaiju. I don't know. But it is kind of unfortunate that like that kind of happened, that they had to like make up this like new slang or whatever yeah. for it. But it was fine. I didn't. Uh, it's not a big problem. But I just wish it was called kaiju because that's like the main name that I associate it with. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I can't believe that when I told you this is a good film, you like were skeptical about <laughs> it. I'm very, very hurt. You don't trust my opinion on films. Um, wow. Okay, so this is like a normal like summer blockbuster action monster type movie. So I was like, obviously, you know what you get out of those movies. So I was surprised that you loved it so much, even though you say you're not obsessed. But um 
but obviously like i see why you really enjoyed it and like i didn't know your like past like connection or interest with like godzilla so i like know that now that you have that like in like interest in it that you think that this is like you know this is like even more interesting for you and it's like realized on screen this is like your modern day version of like how those movies kind of went for people like in the 80s or 90s or whatever you know so i get it i get it okay (laughs) that's kind of true that's a good way of putting it it's almost like i kind of felt like uh how people would have felt if like Star Wars first came out, like seeing this kind of movie on that screen. I know it's kind of saying a lot, but like the way it's the way I like visioned it and like how I watched it and like how much fun I was having it was really fun. Um, but yeah, it's like honestly a really great film and, and it surprised me too. Cause like, obviously like these type of movies always have that sort of like lingering variable over them to not be like super cheesy, corny and lame. And like, even with the past movies too, they sort of like fell into that, category i don't remember if i liked king of the monsters or not the the previous uh, godzilla film i think i liked it but there is still a lot of people that didn't like it um kong i watched as well and i don't remember whatsoever Um, you hate him godzilla was godzilla was like very much a giant tease um the og king kong was okay it was like kind of weird as well um the only like sort of like film films that I associate myself with Godzilla that I've watched are like the ones that came out in 2000 with Matthew Broderick, which is kind of random. Um, I've watched a couple of like the OG Japanese movies, which were kind of fun. I also uh, played a video game when I was younger that had like all these monsters you could be and face them against each other, which is really I cool. I think I really played cool game. that game. Make something like that. Yeah, right? Yeah, it was kind of like, cool. cool. <laughs> like you could be Mothra, right? Yeah, you could be Mothra, you could be Ghidorah, Godzilla. And you were just Godzilla, like in this all these city people. and you were just... And you just, yeah. just fight each other. I played that. <laughs> exactly. See, there you go. And, like, I had a lot of association with, like, Godzilla and stuff like that. Like, every time I went to Universal Studios, I would go to, like, that store, that comic book store that was, like, right next to it. But they moved, which is, like, Dark Horse Comics. And they had, like, these Godzilla figures that were really sick. And, like, I always wanted one. Um, that's how I sort of, like, associated that with, like, just how, like, my childhood I was, like, seeing Godzilla and these giant creatures and saying, like, whoa, that's really cool. Like, that's so sick. Uh. And like sort of associating myself with that. Um, but I guess like I could ask you, like, did you have any other like prior background information about like Godzilla, King Kong, any sort of like kaiju in that sense? Um, so back when Pacific Rim came out, I like loved that movie. It was like it was kind of like my my introduction to that type of like world because I didn't really have like an adult or anyone around me who was even remotely interested in Godzilla or like Japanese culture in that way to like kind of introduce me into that. Um, So Pacific Rim was like such a mainstream like way to get into it, but I really enjoyed that movie and its version of like, you know, the kaijus and like the mechs and like the way they connected like the human to like the mech story. And it was like very sci-fi too. also Guillermo del Toro so that was amazing but yeah like for like when I was a child like I didn't really have like any connection with Godzilla I like know I knew him as like you know this pop culture like monster figure but nothing like really beyond that ah I see I see like I even like I even like know like somewhat the backstory with Godzilla of how like a lot of people could seem like either like a good guy or a bad guy 
he essentially comes out of the water whenever there's like this imbalance of nature that's like in the world or whatever. Um, I believe like the the main story that sort of why they created Godzilla was that like it was a response to the atomic bomb and essentially like the way that Godzilla gets awakened up is because of the like Nagasaki and those kind of bombings that happen those wake up Godzilla and then sort of making that story within that as well so I thought it just kind of cool that they sort of had this idea of like the atomic bomb being like Godzilla's rival in that sense and that's sort of how he became alive and became um into this world and like all that like that's that lore is kind of like I'm I somewhat know but not I'm really sure like I don't know any of like the other monsters like by heart or anything like that um but yeah I just like as a kid it's something that I always like looked up to and I really loved watching um and like even comparing those other movies that came out like Godzilla the first one that came out Kong Skull Island whatever (laughs) uh, King of the Monsters all those like (laughs) all those sort of had like (laughs) <laughs> what happened? You're just so biased. Like every time you mention Kong or King Kong, you're like Kong, that Kong whatever. movie, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but with the okay, okay wait, I want it when you get past okay, this. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, I'll get to my point. You could ask me. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you a question. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> with those movies, I feel like there was always like one major flaw in each one of them. Like I feel like the first one the 2014 one like there was enough Godzilla like everyone complained that like yeah. Godzilla was never in it it was mainly just like more mainly about like the politics and stuff about Godzilla and what they want to do with it essentially um the second one Kong Skull I don't remember Kong Skull Island but not that I'm biased or anything no, okay remember, <laughs> everyone King can of the Monsters <laughs> Godzilla King of the Monsters um I think showed too much of Godzilla in oh, that sense and they, they kind of lacked like they kind of lacked the the storytelling of that aspect um and then when it came to this one it was like the perfect mixture of you know seeing these kaijus in action seeing that human connection developing a story behind this and developing a story about the whole the whole thing um and even like looking back like i know that like the the original film in 1960s was a very long time they actually had king kong versus godzilla um and i guess they kind of wanted to rehash that sort of nostalgia almost i don't know who's a like a live still from 1960 to be honest but the fact <laughs> they sort of like reference that, <laughs> reference that oh you're right you're right they My sort mom. of like reference that or at least remember it you know no one's gonna remember that movie in <laughs> okay, 1960s I did feel you like. ask but the, fact, <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that they sort of like brought that back for our parents sake i guess to sort of rehash that like memory and nostalgia that they had for that type of movie back then and like oh remember 96s they made that movie now they're making it again and sort of like creating that sort of hype around it and and sort of that memory around it um but what did you want to ask me carmelo that you wanted to ask me earlier um i think me and all of the listeners out there want to know why do you hate king kong or for this movie's purposes kong <laughs> Okay, so I don't hate King Kong. <laughs> I, I understand that, like, understand that, like, I was like, oh, Kong School Hunt, whatever that movie was, whatever. It's just like, mm-hmm. just like thinking back about like the King Kong with Jack Black. Like, a lot of his movies aren't necessarily like the best backing point for it to support any sort of like fandom with him. You know, like, I don't think anyone's a huge fan of King Kong at the moment. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't Did know. you ask? Maybe, maybe I'm, being, <laughs> I'm being biased. <laughs> Did I ask? <laughs> um, but specifically, I think this the my quote unquote hatred for King Kong <laughs> came out during this movie just because oh. like one my rant and two of just like the idea of him being able to like withstand Godzilla. Because honestly, I don't know. I feel like it's it's pretty obvious like <laughs> in any sort of sense that like a creature from nature that's built off like atomic bombs and like has a breath like atomic breath that could shoot anywhere would just overpower uh, just a giant ape in that sense and like that's why like i have a quote-unquote hatred as you would call it but it's just like it's just like a team sense you know like i'm team godzilla like where where can we see our like contenders or like our opponents like weaknesses like what could even the opposing team have for us against us you know like uh, that's why like i have this like disdain towards him i don't think i hate him Mm -hmm. maybe if the the movies were better you know like the king kong godzilla or king kong jack black one was kind of whatever kong skull island i don't even remember (laughs) um but yeah like maybe it's because like there's like that's why I was thinking too of why I think Godzilla would win is because he has so much like films behind him, so much lore and story. Like he has like a bunch of Japanese films that like show his strength, show the amount of like opponents he's been up against, show like how all of them have failed, and like the fact that like all of a sudden this giant ape is the thing that's gonna stop him. Like that's why I was like, oh, you guys are crazy if you think like <laughs> this guy's gonna like be Godzilla. So that's kind of why like I personally think I have this sort of like indifference against King this Kong is not indifference because like, <laughs> he doesn't have that sort of like backing for me to like him in that mm-hmm. sense like all these movies that i've seen aren't necessarily that good or memorable for me to be like well you know what king kong's like a good guy which may actually brings me to another point i think um this film is actually sort of creating his backstory in that sense i think that's why like we were centered more on king kong and and his journey to the hollow earth more than we were um, following Godzilla, just because he sort of has those two movies under his belt, and like this is more or less to like have that backstory, have that like origin story of King Kong and like what he does and what happens to him afterwards, and and maybe like continuing that story or that theme in the future films if there's a monster verse out there. Um, but yeah, I think primarily this movie was sort of that. That's sort of why they kind of painted Godzilla as this like villain in the sense. Um, but yeah, I just like, I kind of like respect that. And the, like, that's why I didn't really like think Godzilla is a bad guy when I was watching it. Cause I knew something was going to happen to like make it come all full circle and explain why Godzilla was attacking unprovoked and sort of, you know, wreaking havoc quote unquote and why Kong has anything to do with this. So like, I think this movie was a good step off point to make more backstory for King Kong and also strengthen like Godzilla's storyline and, and even the some of the characters that were in this movie also connected to this film as well. That is very enlightening for me as a person who didn't see the past like three movies in this franchise. I basically was going off of like the Wikipedia synop- plot synopsis for all three of those movies. But to be honest, like this current movie was so easy to follow and didn't really rely on those past movies for information that I didn't really even need to do like that back research to follow the story at the very least. But that's really um, enlightening that you're you're saying like this was the movie that basically where they're trying to fill out like Kong's story because I thought they did that with Kong's solo movie or whatever, um, the Skull Island one. Um, 
so yeah i i mean and his connection to the little girl i was like is this i, I was like this has there's probably something to do with the last movie but whatever it's fine it's they, like it still worked you know it was like enough um so i guess like yeah after all this i'm wondering like where this franchise because could be headed because it almost felt like a conclusion to be honest at least for me really for like a conclusion to you? yeah because it's like what what are they gonna like what more like at that point what other like what more disasters if not like just brought on by the humans is gonna like happen because at that point it's just like the same shit again and again i don't know that's true um but just like speaking on like the past movies like obviously i don't know if kong skull and did contribute any sort of story to this all <laughs> right because you don't remember that's, any of it. <laughs> that's good because i don't remember it and i think it's fantastic to hear that you sort of like still followed the story even though like you didn't know kong's relationship with the with the little girl which is also just because like the the mains they kind of said the story really like they kind of like brushed over it that like her family was killed in the storm of skolan because skolan's a very dangerous island and her family was killed but her and god or king kong were the ones alive and king kong essentially protected her um also a really great thing to hear is that the actress who's signing is actually deaf she's actually a deaf actress they actually got someone who's deaf yeah. which is fantastic here cool. and she did a great job i think she did a fantastic job um and it's great to see that representation in this movie um and like i said like since i don't re- like remember Col- like kong school island i that's why i think this is a good origin story because of like the fact that like you you don't remember anything from Kong Skull Island but you still have a story behind Kong and like the relationship with the little girl and like what he's actually doing and like his even like touch upon his like past ancestors and stuff like that um but as regards to like what's gonna happen with the universe it'd be like personally I'd like to see more but I kind of understand what you're saying is that like it's just humans fucking everything up (laughs) and that's sort of like why they why like they keep having these like crazy scenarios um but like just thinking about it i think king of the monsters it was humans fucking up but it's like (laughs) it's like fucking up like uh like natural landmarks that's why like Ghidorah becomes alive in that movie that's why like mothra comes alive and then godzilla is always just coming out of nowhere that's like the main kind of story with him is that like he never is like summoned he just kind of like senses something's wrong comes out the water and tries to fix whatever needs to be fixed um but like with that as well like that's kind of why i told you to you could watch king of the monsters because the fact that they referenced Ghidorah in uh godzilla versus kong yeah was a really good tidbit because like the fact that they used like the previous skull in the old movie to like explain why it works here like the fact that they used like the skull as a supercomputer to connect to the mecha godzilla was so sick like i thought like that story was so smart and it was such a smart move to like figure that out and even have like that story behind it um and another like story thing too the asian guy who controls um the supercomputer is actually the son of the father from one of the godzilla films that came out recently who died because of godzilla so that's why like you see the first time you see that asian guy he's like staring at godzilla very intensely Uh. is because he essentially killed his dad and he kind of has like this vengeance towards him and again still like still connecting these movies and having this storytelling thing was really great that's why i told you to watch it but it was fine because it's not that big of a deal it's just like a cool little tidbit um but as regards to that like there's are there are so many like different monsters that could be used in like the godzilla roster 
Um, and a lot of the times it is pretty much humans fucking up in most of the films, like most of the Japanese films, like a lot of the times they try to like make a rival for Godzilla just for whatever reason. I don't know why, but for whatever reason they're like, yeah, that's why like this like, movie. the first Godzilla was made. Yeah. Like it's just like, yeah, we need to make uh, some sort of protection if Godzilla comes and just becomes evil. We need to make this thing and that. And that's why, like, these certain people are, like, being made, like, Mechagodzilla, Mechagodzilla 2, Mechagodzilla 3, <laughs> Mecha King, uh, King Ghidorah. There's, like, so many, like, people in the roster of, of monsters. There's also, like, a lot of cool monsters in the Godzilla universe that they could use and sort of revive in that way and sort of see how that sort of pans out, which is really cool to see or, like, just to think about. Um... But yeah, I just, I don't know. I really hope, like, they have some sort of monster verse in mind. Like, they could even bring in Pacific Rim if they wanted to. Or, you know, it's, I don't know. There's, like, so much, like, potential with this. And, like, I just love how this movie turned out. And the, the stories and the tidbits. And even, like, like Brian Tyree's character, he was fantastic. <laughs> the way that yeah, he's, he like, this podcast host that's, like, this crazy, like, conspiracy guy. But still almost has a level head sometimes. Um and just his character is really funny um, and how he sort of interacts with like Millie Bobby Brown and, and Josh. Um, and I, I kind of want to like do a side note of this. I think Millie Bobby Brown did is not a good actress. Anymore. <laughs> I think she's kind of like fallen off a little bit. I don't know if it's the movie or the spirit, uh-huh. but like watching her, I was like, I don't know, dude, you're not <laughs> like, it's not, you're not selling me. That. I don't, what did you think? what did you think of her performance? Um, I thought it was completely fine. I thought that, yeah, I think it was just like the character that they made her out to be. Um, I don't know. Like, that entire like storyline with her and her friend like it was just you know so like generic and it was i was just laughing the whole time because i was like he's gonna say this and he's like i think we're moving and then they're moving and it's like he's like guys i think he's right behind us and it's like yeah (laughs) it's just like very cliche generic like plot line and it's like i obviously am not looking for anything like like an oscar contending acting or anything like that so i just had a a good time making fun of like very cliche lines they were delivering um i do have to say like yeah millie i haven't seen her in anything else i know she's in like uh her own netflix show called enola holmes or something like that um or it's a movie i don't know but uh so i've only seen her act in one type of way so seeing her in this the situation was like it wasn't odd but it was an odd choice i think for an actress because she is very iconic she's like sure at least she was maybe not now like um the past couple years but i just thought it was an odd casting choice um to begin with because i was like she's like kind of like very i don't know you you all you know her is mainly one thing and then to put her in this role is kind of weird that's all yeah i think that that was the only thing for me her acting was whatever it was fine uh, it, she was actually in she was actually in king of the monsters like her mom oh yeah 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 was a big part of it yeah, yeah. but go on but yeah that was i think i remember seeing that trailer and i was like why is she in this movie <laughs> like that's so random like i remember thinking it was weird um because it was like this huge monster blockbuster movie and it was like Melly bobby brown from stranger things and it's like what <laughs> like okay cool 
Um, I don't know. Like the teenage, like sort of angsty teen was like was not a good fit. Like he's like, Dad, come on, Godzilla wouldn't do this unprovoked. Like it was very like they really weird. I don't know if it was like the script or something. It just felt really weird when I saw her on screen. She wasn't like she wasn't even like angsty. She was. They tried to make her out to be this weird conspiracy following like kind of nerdy tough girl it was just weird it was a weird combo of attributes and then she had this friend that like first of all she paired like their friendship didn't even feel like they were friends it was just some guy she got a car with and she's like yeah like she like hated him to be honest she was mean yeah, to him the like whole she time just used him for the car essentially like he just like are you coming or not? Like, I'm stealing your car, but are you coming or not? And like, come on, Josh, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, his name was Josh. <laughs> they, did, they did not seem like friends. Yeah, his name was Josh. That's why I remember, because it's my mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if that kid that plays Josh is in Deadpool or not. I don't remember. The kid in the second one? I don't remember Deadpool, the second one, to be honest. That was a while ago. I'm sorry, I haven't even rewatched it. I know it was funny. They're all, it's good. They're all good, but... Um, he looked familiar. I do have to say that. I, I didn't know where from, but he looked familiar. From the Deadpool movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, yeah, like like he said like in the beginning of this episode, just talking about like the CGI and how it was filmed. I think like it's that's a really good point. Is because like I saw a video about like someone kind of breaking down that first fight scene in the ocean. And sort of how he made it seem like they're larger than life was like these small like camera angles and then like exploding upwards, like making this like sense of height and like hugeness in the film. And I think I, I got to give it up to like the director, the cinematographer, those those people, because like they really made this film fantastic just because if the fight scene was like muffled up, it wouldn't be good. Like it's really cool to see something as corny as a giant monsters fighting seem really cool seem really realistic and just seem really like super badass in that sense and like you have those scenes too where godzilla is is like in the middle of the frame looking evil as ever and like having like a snarl in his like face it was so sick seeing those like just standalone godzilla scenes of him looking back and like scenes of him coming like all of it was this really great execution um i love like the composition and everything and like the cinematography of everything it was just so sick. Not to mention, like, that scene where um, Mecha Godzilla takes control of its own, and, like, you have the, the main villain rich guy who's, like, gonna say his speech, but you have, like, him, like, kind of turning around, looking at the evil guy, and, like, coming closer and closer. Almost like a horror movie in that sense of, like, you see this background detail that's coming closer and gonna do something. Um, it's such a fantastic scene, and even, like, had a sprinkle of comedy of, like, um bernie like oh i wish that's not fair i want to hear his speech and like <laughs> and like those sort of senses like that but it, like the filming and like the cgi like you said is, was really fantastic to see and like the fact that like they're able to use giant monsters as their advantage and and sort of portray it as their own way was really great to see yeah like um i think that was one of the first things that surprised me about this movie was that i could literally discern the action and understand like what was happening on screen because yeah typically with these types of action movies or like big summer blockbuster types um the action is literally just like 
destruction porn basically <laughs> you literally don't know what's happening and it's a lot of it's just like so many things in your face like oh, oh, oh yeah like, so much movement too. it's just like, it looks, too much like, who's that <laughs> it's like cognitive load it's like you're looking at you're like you're just looking at like static you're like, you have no idea what's happening there's also like a lot of tricks directors like to use with like the zoom and then quick zoom quick cut out and then you get dizzy and it's like sometimes they use like weird like cameras where it's like handheld or something like that those are useful in certain scenarios i think but not for your whole fucking movie please <laughs> like some people have motion sickness anyways <laughs> yeah i really appreciate that this movie actually looked good in terms of like the cgi and like the fighting and yeah the way they're framing um the monsters too was very human like so that was kind of cool they were like 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 actual fighters in a ring kind of thing um intimidating each other um i especially like the part where not because kong is like sad and dying but it was like it was a cool moment for godzilla where it's just like like his standing on kong and kong's like so fucking scared and he's like having a heart attack or something i don't know he's like about to die um but then they're just like screaming at each other like ah. <laughs> um he's about to die so you're saying godzilla won the fight in that is that what you're saying um oh my god okay i'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> <laughs> like you said the like the very human nature of it because like one scene that i really loved i kind of laughed at because it was so cool but kind of like kind of funny was when like godzilla comes back from like being shocked from his heart and then like he like relocates his shoulder oh yeah, a yeah. shoulder so he like re-breaks it and he's like yeah i'm ready to fire like, that's so tight like that little de- like detail of like him re like relocating his shoulder that he like broke to like fight again was so sick not to mention it was gnarly like, <laughs> i was like the, the giant yeah he's like <laughs> like you hear that like sound yeah. um but not to mention the scene where like they use the the heave or whatever as a defibrillator for king kong yeah because like that was such a small detail when like um Isa's character was explaining the heave to him it was like oh it has enough power to light up vegas and then like they're like enough part of vegas and like i was like oh shoot like that's so sick they made this like like this smart move to creating that little detail in the beginning of the story to like affect it in the end and then like have this giant defibrillator which is really funny because i would never have thought like if i want to wake up king kong i use a, <laughs> a giant defibrillator um but yeah just like those scenes were like where they're almost like human in that sense of like when they fight they do get hurt at a certain way they have to relocate their shoulders they have to like <laughs> do certain things that like humans would do in a normal fight and that's really it was really cool to see and like i was so like amazed by the that, that scene because it was so small like a detail so small that like relocating your shoulder but like it was just so sick like seeing kong do that and like being like yeah i'm ready to fight and, like, <laughs> it sort of sets up that scene for him like to want to attack like mecha godzilla okay so i guess we're down to the final question which is kong versus godzilla who won you could go first. You could go first because obviously you know my answer. You could go first. Um. Well, like my. So I was watching the fight. You know, I was like, okay, this seems pretty like even. And then you know, they. I, I like the way they directed the fight too. You know, it seemed like it was like one side and then the other side and then finally, you know. So like eventually Godzilla like overpowers Kong and like breaks his chest, arm, whatever 
to the point where he is like dying and he needs to be resuscitated with a giant vehicle um so at that point i was like okay godzilla won right like yeah i think he won but i do have to say that kong in this universe i guess is a like I think a worthy contender, but I think based just based on like the terrain, I think if Kong was in the ocean, he would immediately die. Like he would drown immediately. He almost drowned in like the first half of the movie. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This I'm guy like over. This guy's over. Yeah. But like if he if Kong had a chance to fight like on an earthly terrain in like a jungle, he would obviously like be more resourceful. Um but yeah, like Godzilla's abilities definitely like like they're not a match for kong (laughs) like it's not evened out in that sense like that's why kong constantly needed assistance from humans you know the military to like kind of distract godzilla and while he got up and whatever um so like yeah like how you're you were like upset or not upset whatever as for Kong not being a worthy contender for Godzilla. Um, I think they did a decent job kind of depicting them, not evenly, but at least in an entertaining way, like as a challenger or whatever. Um, but I think definitely Godzilla won. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was also like trying, also saying that too, that they sort of like had to buff him like make him stronger for our non-gaming people out there um they had to like sort of make him stronger and like make it equal for even to make this a fight because like i know in the original kong school island he wasn't that big and i think mm-hmm. they even like kind of mentioned that in this film like oh he's gotten bigger <laughs> um and they also gave him like that freaking hammer that's essentially godzilla's back like spike yeah it's a hammer which can be powered up which is kind of cool and it also still give him another fighting chance um but obviously, I think Godzilla would win in any sort of capacity. Like, like when I first watched it, I was like, this guy's dead already. Like, he's drowning. Like, he obviously is a loser here. <laughs> just, like, like yelling he's in my head loser. almost at the screen. <laughs> he's not winning in this fight. Um, I was just, like, really angry about that. But, like, that's where I was sort of like, okay, I need to, like, calm down. Because I know, like, obviously this battle is going to go somewhere. And, like, there's going to be some sort of uh, any of my enemy situation. Um, but I did like how they sort of had that, like, one round King, like, Godzilla won, one round King Kong won, one round Godzilla. Just sort of, like, even it out, make it more interesting. Because obviously, like, just, like, one side would be kind of <laughs> like, beats him. Um, That's it. And I was like, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> done, done those. <laughs> um, did you, did you ever see, like, Mecha Godzilla being a thing? Or, like, did you see, like, any sort of hint of another enemy for them to team up and fight? I figured Apex was going to build a robot creature. I just didn't know it was going to be literally in the image of Godzilla. I was like, they couldn't have been more creative. Like, anyways, um, I, seriously, though, like, they have all this technology, all this money. You could have, like, if you really wanted to make something better than Godzilla, you could have, like, redesigned something, like, something to combat maybe some weakness. It's a nod to the original films, Carmilla. Come on. Don't <laughs> knock it. Whatever. It's a little Easter egg. I, know, I was I very know. excited about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. They brought Mecha Godzilla here. I go, I'm, I'm not coming from context, okay? I'm just a casual viewer here. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, I kind of did see the, like, you know, Shady Corp building probably a robot because they have something to do with robotics um to be honest i think the design could have been cooler 
it was cool, but it could have been cooler, to be honest. I don't know. It looked too Transformery. I think I just hate Transformers. That's why I was like, I was like, oh, like, come on. You had a chance. To- what is this, a Michael Bay film? <laughs> Seriously, they had a chance to make a cool mech, mecha Godzilla, and they made it look kind of Transformery. I was like, oh, like, okay. Um, but what did you think of it overall? Um, I kind of agree with you the design, but like first of all, like I didn't know Mecha Godzilla was gonna be in the film. I was very excited about that, especially with the lore and like things that I know of the movie. Really cool Easter egg and really cool like nostalgia hit as well. Um, but I do just agree. Like the design was kind of weird. Like the first thing I said to like actually to Sophia was like he's kind of skinny. Like <laughs> I was like he's kind of yeah, small in Godzilla. Yeah. I thought he was super skinny, but like at the same time, like I was almost kind of a little bit like freaked out about. Godzilla or Mega Godzilla because he sort of looked like an animatronic. Like he kind of looked like um, Chuck E. Cheese if you ripped off the fur. Like you know. Like oh the, yeah, like the, the bones. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like the bones of a of a like an exoskeleton. Oh, yeah, kind that's, of. True. that's why like I was kind of like I was like, oh, that's kind of scary. It's, <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of creepy in that sense. It's pretty cool. Um, but I think they should have beefed him up a little bit. Like and and also like of course they're not gonna go like off the original Mega Godzilla design. But the original Maki Godzilla design is pretty cool. It's very like, it's very like Japan toy design. That's which why is really cool, I thought it also... was gonna. That's what I thought it was gonna be. It could have been like that, which I think is cool. You know. Yeah, but then they can't like just like rip it off. <laughs> like they can't do that. But it can be inspired. Be kind of <laughs> inspired. Inspired by you know, I don't know. Um, speaking of Maki Godzilla, the one flaw I think I had with the film was sort of how. They kind of beat it of how like they dumped the alcohol on the like on the like satellite thing. I was like, stupid. I was like, I don't know if that's the best way to like portray that. I guess it's kind of funny because like you know you had um, Bernie who was like, I have to die with kids and so that was hilarious. That was the best line. (laughs) That was really funny, but I I don't know. Like that part kind of irked me a little bit. Like. You have this giant robot that just gets killed with like pouring alcohol like on like the motherboard. Yeah, it's like it's like beating the shit out of apparently the most like apex predator on the planet and its weakness is that it's a computer. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah. okay. I was it can't get wet. Like yeah, <laughs> don't was, wet it. <laughs> I was kinda like confused too because I thought it already had a mind of its own, so I thought it didn't need to be like controlled or powered by anything. So the way they killed it was like in like kind kind of contradicted that, and I was like, huh, like what? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, but I was gonna say the way. Sorry, this is like all the way back to when you were talking about how the mecha godzilla was being controlled by the head of the what what the fuck is that monster called <laughs> Ghidorah, king Ghidorah. king Ghidorah it had three heads right or something yeah okay so like it had three heads no arms and no the way arms that, like yeah <laughs> you gotta look it up okay <laughs> um had three heads and the way it communicates is like through telepathy so like they communicate with each other being these three heads and that's how they sort of attack and sort of like maneuver themselves Do they have- was through like their telepathy and like through their sort of understanding of their three minds. And that's why like I thought it was really cool including this into um, this film because it makes a lot of sense for that to be like the reason how they <laughs> sort of control this this monster. But you're showing me three fingers 
ask your question i think you have <laughs> so wait it has three heads no arms does it have a tail it has a tail it has three tails actually it has wings it has wings and okay. two strong feet yeah, yeah. And two, so it could fly three 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 wings two wings <laughs> <laughs> a regular a regular set of wings but three tails and really strong feet like big ass feet yeah big ass feet, <laughs> big buffy feet like it, it's, it's got leg day every day on its mind mm, right now interesting i uh, i'm gonna look it up i didn't see a picture of any of these monsters <laughs> um that's what i said watch king of the monsters okay. but it's fine it's fine anyways um yeah so the way they were controlling the mech with the skull of the what the fuck is it called <laughs> Ghidorah, Ghidorah. 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 Okay, with Ghidorah reminded me of how Neon Evangelion Neon Genesis Evangelion works. Um spoiler alert, have you seen it? I oh crap, I can't say this then. It's No, go ahead, go ahead, just say it, just say it. I won't remember. Okay, well um, anyways spoiler alert for people that watch this show. So you know like the premise, it's like these kids are controlling these giant like mechs to beat these weird ass angels that come from like space or whatever. Okay, so basically in like the middle of the show you find out that the mechs are actually made of angels. So they're made of the monsters that they're fighting. So I was like, oh, that's cool. That's kind of the same concept here where, you know, you have Ghidorah. It's like made of the same DNA of the thing that it's trying to fight. And it's just like basically a human-made version of like a human-made weapon to fight like this like weapon that it came from kind of thing. So it's like I saw that connection. I was like, that's kind of cool. I wish there was more into that. But obviously, that's not the movie. So maybe they can make a movie about that more. Um, there you go, crossover. Dude, I'm saying, like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I was very fascinated. Um, but that's also like very Pacific Rim territory with the with the neural neural links and shit. Um, but anyways, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, like I love that little detail love that little detail and love how like they kind of connected that together um one thing i like i kind of wish they did like they kind of like i wish they like jumped into that corny like monster thing for one scene as like i hope i wish that like that the last scene of like godzilla and king kong looking at each other i wish like uh, at the end they like bump fists or something <laughs> or, like shake hands or Why? something like really ridiculous <laughs> but it's been stupid. so it's so funny but so cool because obviously like they have some sort of piece together now they like fight the enemy and they sort of like don't want to kill each other in the ending of the movie it would have just been cool to like have like a fist bump or something <laughs> or even like a little head nod from godzilla like yeah we cool mm, or like you know what i'm saying something more something human like yeah. <laughs> so. yeah something more of like uh yeah yeah that's mm. it we're good okay okay yeah i yeah no yeah we're good yeah we're good I think um, one question that I want to ask you, especially because, you know, we're, we're aligning these films together week by week. I want to ask you how you feel about this film being an Oscar contender. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thank you for this super serious question. Um, I take this into consideration really, like, seriously, really carefully. Um, you know, I think... <laughs> I think Godzilla versus Kong has a chance at 
the best picture. Um, I really think that it's broken records, you know, HBO Max's uh-huh, records, correct, box correct. off pandemic box right. office records. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's the only right. thing you really need for an Oscar nominee, right? <laughs> it breaks some exactly. kind of record. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and two monsters fighting, apparently. And, you know, unprecedented, um, you know, a monster movie has one. <laughs> best picture. Shape of water, right? It's the shape, it's of, the shape of fucking water. <laughs> We have a chance, boys. It can happen. <laughs> so, so where does uh, Godzilla versus Kong, you know, land on your list of uh, Oscar nominees? Um, so for me, honestly, I'm gonna say right now, Godzilla versus <laughs> Kong, Minari, <laughs> and then the rest of the movies. I don't remember, but Godzilla versus Kong, top of my list for Oscar winner right okay. here. That's what it's gonna happen. Um, I think for me, it's definitely shared with Minari. I think uh, both loose or well, one of them's loosely coming from asia i think is a great connection oh, point, for point, <laughs> i can't do this <laughs> godzilla versus kong versus minari Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, crossover event. <laughs> and with that after our little oscar talk that is completely serious um this has been our episode on godzilla versus kong a fantastic film, in my opinion. One of the best films I've seen in 2021. I'll say that right now. Um, I hope they continue the MonsterVerse. I know it was like a trending topic on Twitter. And I hope, uh, you know, they sort of figure that out and sort of figure out what they want to do next, especially with Godzilla or Kong, I guess. Um, but for the most part, such a fantastic film. And especially when it comes to something like giant monsters fighting each other. It was such a fantastic way of it was executed. And I hope they continue this universe has a lot of potential really like it has a lot of it sounds like it's a lot of fun in making these and also like thinking about stories in the future but i really hope they continue the monster verse in some sort of way um but yeah this has been our episode thank you all for listening everybody my name is josh landicho and you can follow me on instagram at the space wolf and i'm carmel and you can follow me at catmello and you could follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, anything of that nature, that will help us out a lot. We also have a little program on Anchor called Listener Subscriber, which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount for any month. Of course, only if you're able to, that would help us out a lot. But thank you all for listening, everybody, and keep on watching (laughs) for giant monsters. (laughs) 